Okay, been in business going on 34 years. Big business word, big sports word, motivation. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about fueling success, the power of motivation in business. So the first thing I want to talk about is, you know, how, how do we define motivation? Because motivation is, it seems like it would be, you know, high energy uh, consistently. That's probably a good definition. Um, but there's many different definitions of motivation. And here's just a few. The inner drive or desire that prompts individuals to set goals, persevere toward achieving their objectives. Great definition. Another definition. The psychological force that energizes and directs behavior, influencing decisions, effort, and the determination in pursuing goals. Another great definition. Lastly, the fuel that propels individuals to overcome obstacles, maintain focus, and stay committed to their aspirations and tasks. Boy, I like that one too. Now, here's mine. Uh, which is borrowed from, um, unfortunately, a deceased hero of mine, Robert W. Taylor. He was an evangelist. And his definition of success, which I have adopted today, is inspiration to action. In other words, you've got to be inspired to act. When you're motivated, you better be inspired to act. And we're going to talk about a couple different things today of how to keep our team motivated, what's that look like, and how we should stay motivated as well. Because if we don't, as business owners, eventually our business will slowly decline and crash and burn. Hey, this is Greg McAfee, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. Now let's get started. Okay, welcome back to The Greg McAfee Show, where we discuss steps to successful entrepreneurship, how to take your business to new heights, and ultimately follow your dreams. Fueling success, the power of motivation in business. What's this look like? Well, first, let's talk about the workplace. Let's talk about your workplace. I don't care if you have one person or a thousand. Let's talk about your workplace because that's where we must meet needs and goals to inspire anyone to act. And people are motivated when their basic needs, such as job security, fair compensation, and safe working environment are met, okay? That's just a hint of those things have to take place before we can inspire anyone to act and be motivated, okay? Something else is recognition and reward. Acknowledging and rewarding employees for their efforts. 34 years in business. I've got an employee, his name's Chris. He, he, he will be celebrating 30 years with us this, uh, I believe it's April. And you can go to Chris right now. You can call Chris 
and say, Chris, have you ever missed a paycheck on the pay period due date? And his answer is going to be a definite guaranteed no. I mean, you can't keep people motivated if you don't pay them on time and you don't pay them what they're owed. The last company I left, it was R.A. Yates Company. Before I started McAfee, they still owe me money. I was a service tech. I gave a lot of leads. I sold a lot of jobs at the table on the job. They promised me I would get commission for these jobs and they paid me for about half. So they probably still owe me $2,000 and with inflation, it's probably $5,000. So Rick Yates, if you hear me out there, buddy, you still owe me. (laughs) But I'm not losing any sleep over it. I just actually thought about it. Okay, so recognition and reward. It, you have to reward uh, employees for their efforts and achievements. It's critical to the aspects of workplace motivation. And then financially encouraging, they need encouragement, they need feeling valued, and everyone is different. And you say, Greg, I don't know what drives a couple of my people or my all my people. I don't know what drives them. Well, first of all, have you asked them? Because you're not going to know if you don't ask. And then you've got to spend time with them so you can figure that out. It was real easy when I had five to eight people and I was in the field with them every day. I mean, I knew them. I knew what drove them. I knew it. But, you know, as you grow and you're not as close and you're not touching them every day and you're not dealing with them every day, you know, your managers have to know. And then their managers have to know and their managers have to know, however big your company is. But somebody's got to be in contact with people so they know what drives them. And then other factors that basically could um, contribute to the foundation of motivation for your team is um, effective leadership. If we suck as a leader, they are not going to be motivated to stay with you besides grow and push forward and work hard and hit goals and make things happen. They're not going to be, they're not going to be driven by basically sucky leadership. Um, we've got to have effective leadership. We've got to have clear communication. We've got to have a positive organizational culture. It's your culture. We've talked about a hundred times. Your culture is how you do business and what you do in your business and what it's like here. You've got to have opportunities for advancement. I mean, we, we focus on, I'd rather hire with, uh, promote from within rather than from out. Um, if possible, um, because of culture and and all that goes in with that. And uh, so you've got to have opportunities for advancement. You've got to have a sense of purpose or a meaning in the work being done. I mean, that's so important um, to be motivated. You've got to have a purpose. And especially, especially younger generations, Gen Y, Gen Z, They need to know the purpose of what you're doing. What effects do you have on the community? What effects do you have on your customer? What effects do you have on others? That's important to them. So make it important to you. And by addressing these 
uh, foundational elements, organizations can create an environment where employees, your team, are more motivated, more engaged, and guess what? More productive. Boy, who doesn't want that? All right? Now, let's also talk about um, overcoming some challenges um, and maintaining motivation. So here are five quick factors uh, that can hinder motivation in, in the workplace. And number one is lack of recognition and reward. It's complete opposite of what we talked about earlier. But when your team, their efforts and achievements go unnoticed or unrewarded, they can become demotivated. Not a good word. Um, de-inspired, if that's a word. They feel undervalued and that their contributions can lead to decline in motivation, decline in production, decline in sales, revenue, and profits. Number two, unclear goals and expectations. For some of the people that I've coached, they're they're just not clear on how to set goals and expectations. Let me tell you something. First of all, if your team doesn't have goals coming from you, coming from your management team, if your team doesn't have goals, they just don't naturally make them up themselves. Very few do. Some do. And when I worked at Firestone, um, it's a distribution center. I set my own goals. I loaded and unloaded truck tires, um, car tires. I unloaded and loaded trucks full of tires. That's what I'm trying to say. And I set goals. I'm going to have this truck unloaded by this time. I'm going to have this truck loaded by this time. And then it got to be where I was loading multiple trucks at a time, driving forklifts. The truck drivers were doing the work. I was dropping it off, making sure that tallied okay and the right tires were on the skid. But I was making it happen. And I think I told you this. It's it's in my book that I started breaking records, loading tires and unloading tires. Why? Nobody gave me a goal. It was unionized. It was United Rubber Workers. Nobody gave me a goal. There wasn't any such thing as goals. I made my own goals. Um, and the warehouse manager started, put, he put a bulletin board up and he started listing people's goals. Well, guess what? The union filed a grievance. Take that board down. Can you imagine? No wonder we're in such trouble in America. Uh, try, try working without goals in your company. See how far you get. It wasn't Firestone's fault, the union's fault. Yes, there was a time for unions. Yes, absolutely. But that's run its course, folks. They they do more harm than good. I just got a call from my Ford dealership. Trucks are going up $3,000. Why? Union increase. Oh, did you also see that UPS just recently laid off 12, was it 12,000? 12,000 people. Why? Because they just gave in to a huge, huge increase. Somewhere close to $48 an hour for um, an experienced UPS driver. $48 an hour, really? Oh, we're in such a mess. All right, Greg, get back on track here. All right, we got lack of recognition and reward. We've got unclear goals and expectations. Um, 
without a clear understanding of what is expected of your team, they will not be motivated. They will struggle to find motivation. And then number three, poor leadership and management. Man, this will take you down so fast. Ineffective leadership, micromanagement, unsupportive management. It'll be, it will erode motivation. It will erode being inspired, which will erode any action. Boy, that's good. Number four, lack of opportunities for growth. When employees perceive limited opportunities for advancement or skill development, their motivation may decrease. Well, they, it will, it, it's not may, it will decrease. They want to know where they can go in your company. They want to be trained better than anyone else. I mean, we spent, I don't even know how many, I would say hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of hours of training a year uh, to make sure we know what we're doing and we're the best. We want to be the best. And a sense of stagnation in their career can be demoralizing. They do not want to be stagnant. They need help. They need help setting goals. They need help driving them. Find out what drives them. It's, it's our job. It's our duty as leaders to help our team grow as high as they can grow. I tell them often. I meet with new guys often. I say, I hope this is a place where you can make more money than you've ever made in your life. And we have many in our company that can say today, I am making more money than I've ever made in my life. And some of them have worked other places and some of them are 40, 50 years old. They're making more money here than they've ever made in their life. Why? Because they have value. They've been trained properly. What we do, we do right. And many other reasons. And they've earned it. I mean, they've worked hard. All right, number five, toxic work environment. Ooh, a negative or toxic work environment characterized by conflicts, favoritism, or bullying will definitely hinder motivation. Such an environment will lead to stress and just basically disengagement. We're out of here. Go find a better place to work. Um, all those things are ridiculous. Um, that, that doesn't mean you won't have, uh, issues or problems in your company or anything like our disagreements. You know what I mean? That's disagreements are healthy in many ways. It just means, you know, if you're negative and toxic, you shouldn't be in business anyway. Just, just be a one man chucking a truck and don't hire anyone. All right. Now. That's that. And now I want to talk about motivation in, in uh, entrepreneurship because this is extremely important. Most, most entrepreneurs are pretty motivated when they start out. They start out with a high drive, high drive. But then things happen and they're not growing as fast and they've had problems and they've, they've done some things wrong. They've made poor decisions. They've spent their money. And now what, right? We must know. Business motivation does not last on its own. Write that down. Business motivation does not last on its own. We must feed it. We must feed it. Bob Taylor, Robert W. Taylor, my hero, he used to also do some motivation. He preached. He was a preacher, evangelist. He traveled. He preached. Um, I, I found Jesus under his ministry. He preached at a church I went to. I wasn't a, I wasn't a Christian. I went to it. 
And I basically I got saved. I went to the altar and accepted Jesus in my heart and started believing in him and living for him. So he is one of my heroes for sure. And uh, he he used to also speak for large insurance companies. He was he was a quote motivational speaker too. And uh, he said I used to I used to stand you know as people were coming in the room, hundreds of people were coming in the room, and uh, they some of them have heard him before, and they they would give him high five and say pump me up Bob pump me up, and he would think uh, who's going to pump the pumper? Okay, guess who? We are. We are the pumper. We're the pumper of our company, and we have to pump our own self up. So guess what? Uh, We must feed it via mindset, a.k.a. how we think. A.k.a. how we think. We have to continue to think positive, optimistically. We have to think positive. It's so important as a leader. Um, And... We must read good, positive business things. We must hang around good, positive business people. And we must stay filled up with good, proper, positive fuel, okay? Remember, who's going to pump the pumper? We are. So I'm going to share a few books. We'll put them up here uh, in the corner. Book number one, one of my... These are my my uh, three or four books here that I find extremely motivating. And if you've not read them, I challenge you to read them. Number one, Good to Great. Excellent book. Number two, talked about this a few weeks back, um, Atomic Habits. Great motivational book. Number three, Start with Why. Start with Why. Great book. And one of my favorites, old favorites, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. <laughs> Just good book to read. Good book to have your kids read, teenagers read. They have versions for teenagers and, and children, and it's just a good motivational read. So those are the books uh, that I recommend help feed you, help, help keep you motivated. Now, lastly, here are some common sources of inspiration for business owners that you need to hear. And we're just going to touch upon these quickly. But grasp it, run with it, read about it, look it up, learn more about it. If you're running out of fuel, which we all do at times, if you're running out of fuel as the business owner, your whole team will eventually run out of fuel, okay? You're the pumper. You have to keep your fuel truck full, okay? You're the pumper. Your team... Um is depending on you filling their tanks too. Now, we can't fill their tanks, meaning we can't make them happy all the time and all that kind of stuff, but we can do things that help keep them motivated. That's our job. All right, number one, personal values and mission. Um, that inspires me. We're, we're inspired by our own personal values and our and our sense of purpose. Um. And we may be driven by a desire to make a positive impact on our community, in our industry, and eventually it it could change the world. Remember, Steve Jobs, those that are crazy enough to think they can change the world end up changing the world. All right? So those, my, my personal value, you know, is my relationship with God. That drives me. Um, coming in early every morning, every morning, early. I get up at 
a.m. every morning, and I'm in here by about 4.45, and coffee in hand, Bible in hand, personal value, filling my tank with God's word motivates me. Number two, customers and market needs. Understanding the needs and challenges of our market, our target market too, by the way, um, can inspire us to develop innovative solutions and products that address um, needs efficiently and effectively. Number three, mentors and role models. You know, you got to have them. I talk about having a board of advisors, mentors, good friends, coaches, good business coaches, good business coaches. Don't, don't hire a business coach with a bunch of hype. Hype will get you nowhere but waste your money. So you got to have role models. You know, you got to have mentors. Uh, these individuals can offer guidance and insights that motivate us and, and help us to strive for excellence. So we need that. You know, we do together what we can't do alone. And you can't stay motivated on your own all the time. Some, uh, some people are pretty good at it, but you can't do it all the time. You got to have other people, whether it's through books, seminars, one-on-one, podcasts, whatever it is. And number four, industry trends and innovation. Stay informed about your industry and the trends and the emerging technologies. Things are changing so fast. Innovations can inspire business owners, us, to adapt, innovate, and stay. I, I, I wrote down competitive, but I don't want to be competitive. I want to be above competitive. I want to dominate. Okay, that's just who it is. That's who I am. I want to dominate. Maybe you do too. Maybe you just want to be competitive. If being competitive is fine with you, then just compete. I don't want to compete. I want to win. Okay? There's only one winner. Remember, second place is the first loser, right? Sorry, it's in business. We make money. We provide jobs. We put food on tables. Think about it. Don't you want to win? Number five, challenges and adversity. You know, overcoming challenges and setbacks can be an inspiration. It works for me. I've had many challenges, many big setbacks, and I've, I've been inspired to come out of that strong. The comeback's always greater than the setback, and I've been inspired to come back strong. And it's encouraged me. It's inspired me. It's motivated me, okay? And then you got to have networking and collaboration, um, collaboration, and you've you you know you've got to meet with peers and from different areas of the country and all that. It's very, very, very powerful, very strong. I have some great peers out there that I've learned from and they motivate me. Um, just many. Okay. Um, we've already talked, we've already talked rather about books, publications, um, but those challenge us. They give us opportunity. They give us new ideas. And then this is interesting. Art and creativity because we've got to have, you know, music. I listen to music when I'm writing these things. And they give me motivation. I mean, if you can't, if you can't see that I'm not passionate about what I'm talking about, I love music. And I listen to certain music. A lot of it's uh, contemporary Christian stuff. 
But I listen to certain, and some's not, some's 80s rock, some's 70s rock. It inspires me. And I uh, like a good beat, all that kind of stuff, man. It's creativity is powerful. It creates innovation for me. And then, boy, just good feedback and customer story, stories, Google reviews. That's inspiring. It's motivational. You know, hearing how our products and our services have positively impacted others, it can motivate us. It better motivate us. And it better motivate your team. Um, if, if they might not even know about it. I mean, how many, how many of your team know there's Google reviews out there and you've got a Google um, account? I mean, for some companies, people are not informed of that. And they should be. It's all about this, what I'm talking about today. Informed people make better decisions. Keep your team informed. Everything matters. And lastly, personal growth and learning. Boom. Personal growth, continuous learning, it's inspiring. And as business owners, for goodness sake, we need to acquire new knowledge and new skills. What got us here won't keep us here. What worked five years ago will not work today. If we don't, then don't be disappointed that our team does it. Leadership is influence. It starts at the top and trickles down. If people seeing you do it, they will do it. They have a better chance of doing it anyway. If you're not doing it, it's not going to happen at all. Very, very rarely does it happen without the leader making it happen, okay? Or his leaders, his leadership team making it happen. Some leaders got to make it happen because very few people are going to start their own goals and make things happen on their own. It's very rare. If you've got those team members... Go, you go. Share, call me and share how you're building those types of people. I want to know. All right. So, hey, hope this helps. Went through a lot of things today. Um, but, man, I was motivated by it. I was inspired to act and write this and share it with you. So, please let us know on the likes and uh, on, on, um, on YouTube, on the um, every other format that you watch our uh, podcast on. Uh, please let us know that, that that this inspired you to act, okay? So before we wrap up, if you're watching on YouTube, um, don't forget to like and subscribe. You can also support this podcast by rating and reviewing on iTunes or your preferred listening platform. Keep listening. I'll do my best to inspire you to act. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Greg McAfee Show. No spaces, no underscores. Be sure to tune in next week, and I'll have something um, motivating for you. Um, as always, thanks for listening. Carry on. God bless. Make it a great day. We're not guaranteed tomorrow, so make this one your best day. 